Welcome back to another episode of Lipstick and Cowboy Boots. On this episode, Cassie talks with the infamous Blaine McDougal, known for his Facebook Live recaps during all 10 rounds of the Wrangler NFR. Here's Cassie. All right, you guys, this is going to be your favorite podcast of mine, and it's already my favorite podcast, and I haven't even started. We have today on the podcast, Blaine McDougal. Blaine, how's it going? Oh, it's going great. How are you? Oh, I am awesome. Tonight's the first night of the Wrangler National Finals Rodeo, and uh, we want to know. We're going to see you on a live feed, right? Yes, I will. I will be going live, and I'll probably go live for the barrels because there's been enough requests for it. <laughs> oh, perfect. That's going to be so good. Now, I know that anyone that's listening, this is obviously recorded before the first night, and you're going to hear it after the fi- like after the first round, and it'll be the Friday morning that this podcast is coming out, but whatever. We're going to hear it here on the podcast with Blaine. <laughs> so, Blaine, let's go from the beginning. Like, what made you want to do these live feeds? Like, you are so informed on everything barrel racing. I love watching all the throwback videos and all the tidbits you give us in there. You're, you've been providing us not just with information, but full-on entertainment for the last two years. So, yeah, what made you want to do it? Um, so, the videos I thought would just be cool. I'm friends with some of the girls on Facebook, and so I thought it would just be really neat for them to kind of like relive and for all of us to relive all those great horses. And, you know, there's so many great horses, but those, all those horses I shared are just kind of my top picks for horses that did something phenomenal that year in the barrel racing. And then as far as the live feeds go, I really don't even know how that got started. I guess <laughs> I just started going with it and people followed and listened and, I'm still doing it. <laughs> You're still doing it, people. You got to give the people what they want, and they want you, you every do. single night. <laughs> like, and it's exhausting because, like, you're an hour ahead of me. And so you're watching the rodeo at, like, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock at night every night for 10 nights. Is that right? Yeah, the barrels is, like, 1030 to 11 o'clock. And then, you know, once they run, my freaking heart's racing. And I, <laughs> I can't go to bed till like, midnight or 1 o'clock. I think one night last year, I actually fell asleep, like, during the calf roping, woke up in the bull riding, and oh, I was no. like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> and so everyone was like, did you fall asleep? And I was like, yeah, sorry, guys. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, frick, this is a full-time job doing these. So, okay, let's just let's just dive right into it. Oh, wait, one question for you. Did you get your eyebrows done yeah. yet? <laughs> Not yet. I need to get them done tomorrow. They look so terrible tonight. I'm gonna look so ratchet on uh, my live feed, but you'll be good. Wear I'll a just, hat. I'll, I'll, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So let's uh, let's get going here. We're gonna start with 15. Carmen Posbon. She's our Canadian girl. She's coming up there with Rip. So I'm just stealing stats off of WPRA.com, you guys, anyone that's listening. So if you hear a horse that's uh, that I'm going to say and you're like, um, girl, they're not bringing that horse, it's because WPRA had a rope down. I already, so, I already corrected her on some. I already corrected her on some. <laughs> yeah, we went through our notes and he's like, um, no, that's not happening. <laughs> okay, this is why I have you on here. So they WPRA wrote down Rip, Lulu, French, and Rhyme. They are all French Hula's guy horses. She's a 2017 Canadian champ. I um, fraternityed with Carmen and Rip the year that I had my mare, so I think Rip's eight. The horse is just a freaking badass. Like, you said you don't really know much about her, but you've watched the horse. You watch her at the American semifinals. Like, she's cool, right? See, I love a lefty. Yeah. yeah that's my heart, is a lefty. 
And plus she has color, so she's yeah. a dark skin. So I love that too. Yeah, the mare is so gritty and I mean I look for her to get stuff done. Yeah. Um I just don't you know, I only watch her at the American semis and at Calgary. Yeah. And those are really the only two times I've ever seen the mare go, but she's phenomenal. I'm so gritty. Yes. I'm really I want at least one go around win. I think that would be huge. I know, um I don't know if you know anything about her cousin Ty who's passed on with the now there's the Posbon Foundation, but I know I think uh some of Ty's family is going down there to support her, so it would be a really a big deal if she did get a win. That would be really awesome. That's her, awesome. Her career earnings are 140000 and uh, her season earnings are 86947 so I'm really gunning for Carmen. Um, number 14. Is she the only Canadian? Was she the only Canadian that made it this year, or is there another? She's the only Canadian in the barrel racing, but we do have others in the other events. Oh, well, good. Yes. Because I remember, like, Lindsay, you know, used to only be, like, the lone Canadian sometimes. Oh, except yeah. Except for, like, when Dev would make it with her and stuff, and... So, well, that's good. I'm glad yes. that there's other Canadians there. Oh, me too. It'll, they're, it's it's a good team of Canadians every year. We're always pumped and excited about yes. them. Okay, number 14, Jessica Telford. This is her first NFR qualification. She's on Cool Whip. She jumped from 16th spot to 14th in the within the last seven rodeos of the season. This horse, he's competitive on small pens. He's got a big stride. Her career earnings, 141955 and her year earnings this year was 88,342. So with her, what I have picked up is that she knew she wanted more. She could do more. She had her kids and her husband and everything was great, but her husband's a great horse trainer. So he bought her a horse and she went off maturitying. And then three years later, boom, she's at the NFR. And another cool thing is that 60 years ago, so this is the 60th Wrangler NFR that we're having, but 60 years ago at the very first one, her grandpa and uncle, G and Bobby Clark, they're bullfighters and they're now in the Pro Rodeo Hall of Fame. And she's also number 60. So that's kind of a cool tidbit. What do you know about Jessica? I would say number 60 is good luck. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, this is, you know, I really, there's several this year I don't know too much about, but I have a friend that knows her, and he says that she's super tough. Um, her horse is really nice. I did watch her run in Kansas City, uh-huh. and um, I believe she placed because that was one of the last rodeos of the year, and she, like, jumped a plane to get to another rodeo, and, like, she had a huge write-up on Facebook about how, they almost missed it, and oh uh, and if she wouldn't have made it to that other rodeo, she wouldn't have made the finals. Wow. So, um, super cool story with that on how it's amazing on how, you know, some of these girls, they had it nailed down before July 4th, and then, you know, like her, it took the last rodeo, and she came in 14th. So, I expect her to do great things. You know, it used to me, it used to be, like... You had like five horses that you looked at to do something. Uh-huh. And now if any of the 15 plus, you can go five more deep in backup horses, I feel like. They oh. can go out there and win something. Absolutely. It is a, it's going to be so a tough I look, I look for her to do good. Absolutely. Okay, number 13, we have Miss Amberly Moore. This is her third qualification. Uh, she should be bringing Paige and Jen. Uh, this year, she won Fort Worth and San Angelo. Uh, she was a 2016. She had the arena record at the Thomas and Mac. Her 2018 WPRA earning was 89,127, and her career earnings are 670,524. What did you see this year? Because wasn't Paige out most of the year or on break or what? What's the deal? Yes, yeah, I, I 
think she had surgery. Don't okay. quote me, but okay. I think that's what happened. Um, or she was, I, I, I think it was surgery. But anyway, you know, she did. She didn't have her all July. Yeah. And she finally got on her in September. She almost didn't make the finals. And she won San Antonio and everything. It was like in the top three. And you think, oh, she's got it. Yeah. She's good. But it is so tough now that you cannot count on those winter rodeos, unless you're Tiani. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You know, she she, she had a phenomenal season last year, though. But, um, you know, it shocked me when Amber went out of the top 15. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm glad that she got back in there. And you can count on her probably getting a go-around or two because that mare is is proven. Each time she's gone down the alley, she loves the Thomas and Mac. Absolutely. And another lefty. Yes, yes. (laughs) Okay, number 12, Tracy Nolan. So this is her first qualification, and I'm such a nerd, you guys. I was watching the back number ceremony, and Steve Kenyon's like, you know, gives a little ditty about everyone, and she goes on, or he goes on to talk about Dolly Joe. And um, they're in 2014, they were looking for a calf horse for her son, and they bought Dolly Joe for $1,800. And here I am, tears are rolling up in my player. eyes. Like, are you freaking kidding me? Wants- and the guy that they got here from uh-huh. was a fiddle player. What? Oh, <laughs> jeez. Yeah. Oh, man. So they won St. Paul and Ellensburg and Omaha this year. Loves big outdoor pens, but clocks regardless. Her uh, season earnings are 90496 and her career earnings are 179553 What do you know about Tracy? Love Tracy. I know her personally. She is literally the most humble, kind human ever. Ugh. I remember being up in Lincoln, Nebraska, I think two years at Bonus Race Finals, and she tipped to, like, be winning the bonus race, and she came up to me, and she just, gosh dang it, you know, and I gave her a hug, and, she, but, you know, she knew she had another go, and I think she went in there and ended up placing third and out of over a 1,000 runs and stuff, but she's super cool. Dolly Joe is just a freak. Because yeah. um, she, she's not, like, she's not big. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's not super little, Yeah. but, um, she's just uh, a heart of a lion and I love Tracy and I'm so happy that she made it. She truly deserves to be there. So I hope for good things from her. Oh, absolutely. She also, she has Martini, um, Michelle Darling's mare out there as a backup. Oh, good. Then she's set. The morning traffic mare that Stevie Hillman ran and won Pendleton on a couple years ago. Uh-huh. Number 11, Kelly Bruner. First qualification to the Wrangler NFR. She's a vet and veterinarian. Clearly, I don't mean veteran NFR girl because I just said first time qualifier here, guys. Um, she's riding Susie. She joined the WPRA in 89. She made the finals this year at Houston and San Anne. Uh, also, Calgary, she made the final four. Her WPRA earnings for the year are 90515 and career earnings $140,948. What do you got? So this horse is by Trace Space, and I'm pretty sure it's the first Trace Space to ever make the final or run at the final. Ooh. Yeah. And the thing about this horse is if he turns the first, like, it's going to be deadly. Like, you know, but he does, like, I'm not trying to throw any shade or anything. It's just facts. The horse can run up the wall uh-huh. or run by. Yeah. So as long as she gets him to hook it, especially with that blind alley, yeah. like, they will be deadly fast. Oh, so, that's exciting. Um, but super cool. She's super cool. She has won so much in the fraternities and stuff, and she's a WPRA Gold Card member and just super cool lady. But I look for her to, like, really get a go-round win probably because that horse is just such a freak. Oh. And she also, I think she has a backup horse 
the, the Frenchman's Fabulous, maybe, but okay. don't quote me on that. I think I saw that. I don't know if WPRA put that there because all I wrote down was Susie, but all right. Okay. <laughs> I, I, saw, I thought I saw it on Facebook. You okay. don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, number 10, Tammy Fisher, a seven-time qualifier. She is a veteran NFR barrel racer. She knows what's up. WPRA has wrote down for horses. Ziva, Money, and uh, Round Pen is on the list, Blaine. <laughs> I don't think Round Pin can make it. No. Nope. Uh, um, what a phenomenal athlete. Yes, yes. Um, so, Tammy. What a phenomenal athlete, though. She held the arena record in 2002. Her WPRA earnings for this year is 91277 and her lifetime earnings uh, $915,033. Tell me what you know. I think she could go be a million-dollar cowgirl if she has a good NFR. Absolutely, she <laughs> uh, could. She, uh, she had such a phenomenal season on Siva, and that was literally the only horse that she ran. Um, so that mare pulled all the weight, um, you know, and she won the most money over the 4th of July with, like, $30,000. I look for her to just be super – like, I look for her to be good in the average yeah. as long as Diva doesn't, like, pull one over or if – you know, ground trouble as she slips or something. Uh-huh. That's really the only way I see that mare really hitting. Yeah. Um, she, Tammy can really position her pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike round pin where he was like, all guts and glory and I'm going to take it out by like the sixth round. <laughs> and so I really look for her to probably do good in the average and get faster every night. I don't really think she'll be too like blazing fast tonight, uh-huh. but I think the mare will just get more confident as the week goes on because yeah. she's still only eight. And this was her first year of full competition. Yeah, so. guys, this is what we and have. And also, here. another 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 Denaro baby. Oh, boom. another Denaro baby makes the NFR. How <laughs> many are there? Good God! Five that have made it. Oh my God! Stingray did, and then Sherry ran George, yep. and then Tammy ran Money, yep. and then um, Haley and Sister, yep. and Tammy and Ziva. And I believe there's been a dog and horse. He's gray. I can't remember who owns him. But as far as barrel horses, those five have made it. Guys, this is why Blaine's on the podcast, because he knows things. <laughs> <laughs> I try. You, you know stuff. Okay, number nine, <laughs> Ivy. Ivy's one of my favorites. Also, I think she's hilarious and she's sassy. Like, I follow her on Twitter, and she just <laughs> posts the funniest stuff. This is her third qualification. She's bringing JLo and Famey. Uh, this year, she won the All-American Finals, won MSCF 2018. She won Gooding and Caldwell. JLo basically qualified for the NFR all by herself. Ivy was second in the average last year, so, like, look for her to be consistent and get average money if you're going to be doing any of those barrel racing drafts, trying to, you know, pick your teams. And um, JLo was also second for Horse of the Year, $98,385 won this year, and her lifetime earnings, 527453 And I have a note here, JLo got a weave, so the weaves will be flying. JLo did. Get a weave. <laughs> get a weave. I couldn't. I was like, I was like, okay. I was like, okay. This is just too. This is too funny because like we're gonna have to talk about her weave every night if it's still in. You know. Yes. I, I gotta make sure JLo's weave is okay. <laughs> yeah, so I died funny. laughing when I saw that. I was I like, know. oh my gosh, weaves will be flying. <laughs> I was like, this is perfect because Blaine can still wear that shirt from last year because Posey's on it and Posey's in it, and then also it's just yes. like that much more real because legit JLo has a weave. <laughs> oh. I died. Oh. And, you know, I died, and I, I couldn't believe it. Um, but Ivy is a super strong competitor. This yes. is her third NFR. Yeah. Like last last year, you know, the mayor like clocked and didn't even look like she was trying. Yeah. So 
I just look for the same thing. Because I think the mayor is even more mature now and is even more smarter. So I really just look for her to do the same thing again. Kind of like, same thing I said about Tammy. Like, the only reason she'll probably hit a barrel is, like, if the mayor overworks or she slips. But uh-huh. those two horses probably won't hit. And I mean, that mare is just phenomenal. By Frenchman's fabulous out of one of the all-time leading mares that you dash fame. I mean, that mare is a true producer. This past year, she's had, like, three of the top ten top fraternity horses, I think. Damn. There's a Blazing Jevelina one and a Dark Kelly one. And the Dark Kelly one that Brandon Collins ran uh-huh. um, is the richest fraternity horse of the ever. So. Anyone wants to tell you that mares don't matter, you need to slap them in the face. Like, oh, mare power is so important. I Yes. Yeah, I believe, I believe it. 110%. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, Ivy, she's... She'd be one of my picks every time. I think they're an awesome team to watch. She's tough. Yeah, they're tough. Okay, number eight. Okay, I'm going to say her last name wrong. I think Jessica Rotier. <laughs> Is that right? I, I don't. I don't know either. I'm, I think it's right. I don't right. know either. I'm okay, it's either Rotier or I don't know. Rotier? It's not Rotor. <laughs> no, it's definitely not Rotor. Okay, so Jessica Rotier. I think her, it's Rotier. This yes. her first qualification. She's got Missy, who's a seven-year-old. It's a Firewater Frenchman horse. Then it, they also put down Smoothie. Is 23. By by a special. She qualified and placed second round at Kissimmee. She won the semifinal round and placed third in the final round at Calgary. She won the Badlands. She won the um, RNCFR. I think that's how she got into Calgary. Her WPRA earnings this year were 98704 and her lifetime earnings 165394 I don't know much about her, but I have a friend that grew up with her in South Dakota. Uh-huh. And she says it doesn't matter what she's on. She's super tough. She has five kids. Come on. You what? have to be tough to raise oh five God. children. Yeah, Go she has mom. five kids. That's yes. wild. So imagine managing all that and rodeoing and now going to the NFR. Holy. So props to her. So yes. I feel like the nerves of Vegas won't get to her. Um, no. And having a horse that's from the Dakotas, like they're used to them small rat traps. And I think that Meryl Clock, and I think that she'll do phenomenal. And I, I watch her run at Calgary, and, uh-huh. you know, that's huge. Yes. But the, the mare just handled the ground and did, did great. So she'll be fine. And, you know, to go to Calgary and do good, uh-huh. I think, is a good implication of what you can do at the NFR because Calgary, there's a lot of pressure there. And it's oh. wide open. Yes. And <laughs> yeah. it's almost, I wouldn't say it's harder than the NFR, but it's just, it's oh, different. It's, up there. it's so different than anything you can run at. Absolutely. I also, I'll put a plug in. Jessica is going to be sporting the Thunderbird brand shirts by Sydney Fuller. Sydney was on the podcast. She's one of my homies. So shout out to Thunderbird brand and Sydney. If anybody's going to Vegas, you can buy her shirts down there. All right, number seven. I know you like Kylie Weiss and Hell on the Red. This is her first qualification. She won the first round in the average at Gaiman. She set a new arena record at Nampa. Her grandma and her sister have won Fort Worth. She's the fourth one to qualify. Her WPRA earnings, $107,715 for this year. And then overall, $110,189. Blaine, tell us about the family ties. Let's talk about that. So her grandma made it. Her mom made it. Her sister made it and is a world champion, and now she gets to run. But one thing that people don't know, and, like, this is nerd Blaine horse over here, the horse (laughs) side of it, is I just think it's so neat that Janae won the world on Dinah's Plane Special. Uh And Dinah's Plane Special, whoever, she was a freak. She could run all over the pitting Oh, my gosh, yes. Dinah's Plane Special is Hell on the Red's grandma. So and so cool. I think it's so cool that Kylie 
gets to run a granddaughter of the horse that her sister won the world on. I do too. That just okay. I'm getting a little pitchy here, you guys. When I, I get know, excited, it's, it happens. It's like, ah! <laughs> it's like, oh my god. So I hope that she does great. You know, and I even wrote it down. I think that Merrick can get the record. Oh heck yeah. That thing's gritty. She's so gritty. And she's enough, you know, a year ago, because, you know, she, she's just her first year rodeoing. She's a six-year-old. And starting out the, like, up when she went to Calgary, for example, uh-huh. I think the first round she ran her and she about fell. But yep. the mare is so just like, let me do what I want. Yes. And so then she got on Wolfie, her backup horse, and ran him, and they got back on ready. And she let her handle her better, and she clocked. So even since Calgary, I think the mare's matured. So my hope is, like, the ground will hold her, and she won't fall or anything. Because that mare is just all gut, no glory, you know. And it just worries me a little bit. Uh But as long as the ground holds her, I'm serious, like, 12. I can, I'd call a 12 on that mare. I, if I think I can recall that run where she did have that slip and that didn't even phase the mare. Like she just kept going. No, she, kept, she keeps trucking. Yeah. She doesn't, like, her. doesn't miss a like beat. Her grandma. You're yes. <laughs> yes, exactly. Oh man. Uh, fingers crossed that they've got the ground figured out there this year. But I mean, you just never know. We'll see how it goes, but we can all. It's, I don't ever think it's ever good. It's no. just okay. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like some nights are better than others, but. Yeah, you know, top of the ground. I just I'm hell on the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we get to number six, Tacey Bettis. This is her second qualification. Says WPRA is telling me smash and shiner. She won the RFDs or RFD TV, the American. She won the Ram National Circuit Finals in 2017. She was the WPRA Rookie of the Year. I've got her down for a hundred and set, or pardon me, one hundred and three thousand six hundred and ninety-two for this year's earnings. Her career earnings are two hundred and sixty-six thousand one thirty-eight, and she is eighty-nine thousand one forty-two behind Haley. So from six to first, there's eighty-nine thousand dollars. What do you got on Tacy? It's only a three-go round. Exactly. That's why. <laughs> it's yes. Three-go round. Yes. <laughs> Tacy is wonderful. Yes. He is such a kind human being, and Smash is just, you know, he's another year season. He liked the Thomas and Max last year, mm-hmm. and, she, you know, after Calgary, she went home and then didn't start running again until about September, just trying to get his air back and getting in the group. So he's had a long rest. Yeah. And I, I look for her to get a go-around this year. I really do. Absolutely. Because she's just another year more mature. He is, too. And I, I think she'll do great. She's been working out. I know she's been yep. in the gym. So yep. She's been working hard for this. And Smash is just a phenomenal horse. So He's cool. awesome. Okay, we go to number five, Stevie Hillman. This is her third qualification. Got truck, slick by designs coming in. That'll be fun to watch. She won Pinocchio, won Colorado Springs. She was second at Cheyenne. She won Caldwell, and it was the Cheyenne short go she won as well. So her season earnings, 110232 Career earnings, 503618 And she is 82600 into behind Haley. Do you know um, if she's bringing any other horses besides Truck and Slick? Uh, Truck's not even going. Oh, see, what I don't do I know. know. What, I think he's. Yeah, he. Um, she posted something of him at Outlaw Equine, and it, it's nothing like surgery or anything. But he just wasn't a hundred percent, so okay. she just didn't even take him out there. Okay. So Slick is her primary, and okay. I mean Slick's one out there with Michelle McLeod. Uh huh. Um, he's proven himself, and so. She's on a great horse, so we'll see what she can get done. Yeah, yeah. I think I think she'll ride him and probably do really well on him. 
So that'll be fun watching. Yep. Number four, Lisa Lockhart. Oh my God. Like we could talk, we could have a whole full podcast about Lisa and all the things they've done. So 12 times qualifier, Louis runs to the right. Rosa runs to the left. Chisholm also is wrote down here. I don't know if she's bringing him or not. Lisa has never won a world title. Correct? Never. Like, how? <laughs> it just boggles my mind. Every time someone's like, has she won a world title? I'm like, I don't think so. And it just blows my mind every time. She's the number two all-time money earner in the WPRA. She's won more than a million dollars in Vegas alone. Her uh, 2018 mm-hmm. season earnings, 123515 Career earnings, $2.3 million, And she is 69319 behind Haley. What do you want to talk about, Lisa? So really cool, I fangirled the other day. So Lisa messaged me. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I died. I died. I literally died inside. I was like, oh, Because so um, I had posted video of Louie in the throwbacks and stuff. Uh-huh. And then I also had posted one of Sterling, Sterling, the first horse that she made the NFR one around on. And she also ran Chisholm that year in 2007. Yeah. And she just sent me a message saying, oh, my gosh, I love your throwbacks and your knowledge and stuff. And oh. so it's just very good. And that's right there is why I do it. Like, yes. she messaged me and said that. And, you know, Sherry shared De Niro on yes. her page and stuff. And Tammy shared around him. So when, like, the girls are happy to see it and stuff, and I've become friends with, I met Janae Ward, which would be Kylie Weiss' sister uh-huh. in Oklahoma City at BVR. And I was like, I'm the kid that shared you. And she's like, oh, nice to meet you. And we kind of made a friendship over that. Oh, that's awesome. That's really cool. That's why I do it. That's why I like to do it. Oh, good, good. Lisa is just, I just wish I could just handle her gold buckle. You know what I mean? Right, yes. And, (laughs) I mean, she won the average there. She won the ERA deal, the world, the ERA world when it was a thing. She won Calgary. Yep. She's won... I don't know if she's won. I think she's won Houston. Probably. But, you know, she's just, she won the American twice. Like, just give her the damn world title. Yeah, let's just you know? give it to her. <laughs> and I'm just like, gosh dang. And, you know, and she told me in her message, she said that Rosa will run. Okay. She's not sure when. Well, she's not sure what goes. So we may see her tonight. Okay. May not. But she said that Rosa will run. So that'll be exciting. Yes. And so I'm excited for that. Um, but she's just, you know, I mean, she wrote Sterling there. She wrote Chisholm. She wrote A Mare Named Bud that a lot of people didn't even, I don't think, realize. No. Because she kind of looked like Chisholm, but more of a bald face. Okay. And then Louie came on, and now she has Rosa. So Lisa, I feel like, still here. Also, stay. I love... Because I think Louie still has some time. Um, Absolutely, he does. And I love that Louie was her backup horse at one point, and then he just stepped up and was like, hey, I'm here. I'm here for the party. Yeah. So cool. Yeah, at the 2010 NFR, yeah. Sterling fell in the practice, or not Sterling, at Chisholm fell in the practice. Yeah. And so she had to get on Louie, and he went out and placed, or won the first go, and she's been on him for eight years now. So cool. So, so cool. Yep. Okay, number three. Brittany Posey Tanazi. This is her 12th. Can, 12th. I, can, can I say it? Can I say it? Go. Can I say it? Just say it. It's Brittany, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, you guys, if you've seen the shirt or you saw the shirt that I made for Blaine last year, it's Brittany flipping her hair and that's the Weasley flying. And it's just, I love that she's here this year. It's so awesome. So I've got wrote down from WPRA, Steely, Duke, Birdie, Mona, Katniss, but Mona's not coming. 
and we've got Katniss coming instead, and you're going to tell us about Katniss in a minute. Um, this year she wants Salinas. It's the comeback story of the century, like Duke. We're watching Duke, you guys. Yeah, he's firing. He's back. How freaking cool. She's got two world titles. This year she won 137,000. Uh, her career earnings is 1. Point, or pardon me, 2.1 million, almost 2.2. She is only 55. 1,567 behind Haley. Blaine, you're her number one top Facebook page fan. <laughs> Tell us about Katniss. Yes. Tell us all the Britney stuff. Katniss is a phenomenal mare who's only five. Mm -hmm. um, she is out of her mare, stricken sick, or she's out of her stricken sick mare, I can't think of her name right now, who also sired I'm a Superfly Guy, who okay. won the Diamonds and Dirt Slot Race, uh -huh. and she ran him at the NFR, and then placed in a go-round. She also produced Babe on the Chase, which is Birdie that'll be out there. Okay. I think that's going to be her grand entry horse, though. Okay. And that mare won the LG slot race. Okay. And then she had a couple, like a couple others too, out of that mare. And then there's Katniss, who is basically a freak of nature. She's by dash the same. She won Kansas City on her this year. Placed at other pro rodeos. This is this mare's first year competition. Wow. And I told my one friend, I said. That mayor, mark my words, Brittany will win a world title on that mayor. Oh. I don't know if it's this year or next year or whatever, but that mayor is so phenomenal. She's just a freak, and that'll be exciting if she does run her. Uh -huh. um, I, I'm pretty sure that's her second horse to do. Yeah. But that mayor is just uh, permanent. Her name, I'm a famous babe. And she's going to be famous. Trust me. Mark my word. Damn I'll bet right. Money on it. Well, if you're betting um, money, I'll then, bet my money. Yeah. I mean, she's just phenomenal. She's just a phenomenal mare. And then Duke, I can't even. My friend Ivy Hurst texted me one day, and she was like, guess who's coming back? Something like this. Guess who's coming back? Yeah. And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, I'll give you a hint. It's a world champion horse. Ugh. And I'm just and I'm just over here like, what are you talking about? Like, I'll give you a hint. He's yellow. Oh my gosh! And I'm just I'm still I'm, I had him so far off my radar. Yeah. That I'm just like I so I start like brewing. I'm like, who the hell was yellow? Like, what? <laughs> and I'm like, and, I, and then all of a sudden I'm like, no, no, because he was done. Yes. I mean, the horse was done. He literally lived at Dr. Marty Tanner's for mm -hmm. well over a year because I have a friend that goes there and shoots send me pictures of him and stuff. And yep. he was like up in a big old wet shoe and stall rest. And it's just literally phenomenal that he's back. Ugh. It's literally like he's back from the freaking dead. Yes. It's like I, I just literally like Scar and the Lion King and Simba <laughs> Returns. And he's like scared. <laughs> and oh. I think everyone should be scared in Vegas because Brittany... I'm just, Brittany has the best mental game out of anyone there. Mm -hmm. She has ice water in her veins. Uh -huh. She literally, she knows she's going to win that world title. It's not, oh, I might win the world. No, she she's knows. going into this thinking, I'm going to win this. She's back on her, like, soul tide, and she has her confidence. Yes. And I just, I just look for her to be a challenge. Like, oh. it's going, it's not going to be easy for anybody because Brittany's back and Duke is back, and yeah, he's firing. <laughs> oh, he is he ever? Like, um, again, back to the back number ceremony when I was watching and listening to that, and Steve Kenyon's like, imagine being at your kitchen sink, and you look out, and your horse, who is lame, is outrunning the babies, and you just think, like, maybe it's time, and you bring it, and here I am blubbering like a baby thinking about it, and we get to freaking see I know. It. Oh, God. Well, what it, what it, what it actually happened was, 
you know, she was, and another thing is she had a shoer coming in. She flew a shoer in every six weeks, like the past four years, every six weeks to get his feet done. So she attributes a lot of that to his success of coming back. But so what she did is she has so many sitting around. She's like, oh, you know, Duke's retired. I'm going to go kick him out on some friend's land so we can have a nice pasture, blah, blah, blah. So her friend ends up sending her a video of him, like, hitting hard and, like, turning and running. Oh, my God. And she sent it to Dr. Marty Tanner, and he's like, put him on the walker. And Brittany called him, and she was like, you're kidding. Like, you're not serious. And he's like, try it. And so they did. And the next day he wasn't lame. The next week he wasn't lame. So then they started swimming him, and then she, and that was, I believe, like January, so like wow. a, almost a year ago, yeah, when they started this. And then she made her first run, I think, like in March or April. And she said that um, it was like riding with a parking brake on. Oh. <laughs> <She was> like, <laughs> and so um, you know, and for a horse to come back from the injury that he had uh-huh. and win the 3D, like, would have been phenomenal. Oh my God! Yeah, but for him to come out. For him to come out and win the first, well, he won Salinas. He won all three goes and yep. placed in the short go. Yep. And then for him to go to Puyallup and dominate, is it's unbelievable. And it's it's literally mind-boggling how he's even back. I mean, he should literally, you know, be sound enough for her kid to ride. But here she is chasing a third world title. Yeah, the freaking NFR. Oh, my God. Well, yeah, I can't wait. I can't wait to watch them. We're going to number two. Nellie Miller, this is her third qualification. She's coming in on sister. She's the 2017 world champion. She won Houston and Cheyenne in the freaking hail. Hail storm. Like Crazy. A, a full-on storm. Like, I'm pretty sure that the like, <laughs> sound alarm was going off, like, trying to get people out of there. She's like, no, man, man I got to win Cheyenne here. She's <laughs> consistent. I have wrote down consistent AF. <laughs> she's the average yeah. record uh, in 2017. She um, did this. She made it. And she's in number two position. She made it here on 30 rodeos alone. She's got 146,826 won in the season and her career earnings are $680,102. You know, Nellie showed up to Vegas last year and honestly, the first three rounds, like yes, she won the first go, but she really wasn't who we were looking at to win the world. No. And so this year being number two, like I consider her a threat because the horse obviously likes the Thomas and Mac. Nellie has a good mental game. And I just look kind of for the same thing. Like, the mare really never hits barrel, no. you know? And she's, she looks super, like, just run her up in there and place her. I just, and Nellie has that confidence of coming off a world championship. And, I mean, I, I honestly think the top four, and some people like seven, number seven, Kylie, and Ivy, mm-hmm. I look for all them to kind of be the people, like, in the hunt for the race. Like, Haley, Nellie, Posey, Lisa, Kylie, and Ivy, Conrado. Those are kind of my group of, like, who I think will be, like, picking it out. I can't even, I can't pick. So, usually up in Canada, we do this big barrel draft where you get to pick three teams of four. And I didn't even do it this Uh year because I can't, I can't even pick teams. It's too hard. I really can't pick one. I can't, I can, like, group, like, half of them. Oh, I find it way too hard. I know. Like the one year that I did it. Usually. The one year that we were doing this, and like this is when Amberly and Paige were there, and like I didn't even think twice to put them on a team. And then there they are, freaking getting arena records and everything. Like, you idiot. Why didn't you put her on your damn draft team? No, I cannot. 
I, so I'm not doing it. Now, that year, it. I did pick her. I picked her that year. Good. I watched her run in Kansas City, and I was yes. like, oh, yeah, she's going to do it. But, you know, this year, I have. I really don't have any clue. Like, I think Kylie will do really great. Uh-huh. But other than that, I'm lost. Yes. <laughs> I mean, God. really, like, you know, but that just shows how much, how tough it's got. Yes. I mean, even in the past five years, oh. I just think it's gotten so tough. It is. All right, we made it to number one, Haley Kinsel and sister, the yellow sister. Uh, this is her second NFR qualification. She won Calgary, San Antonio, fast time arena record holder with a 13.11. She's got sister and TJ. Her uh, WPRA earnings for this year is 192,834. Really, she cracks into 200,000 if you were to count all of the money won. Like Calgary doesn't, all of it yeah. doesn't count. Blah blah blah. Whatever. Uh, her career earnings are 497,516. What do you want to talk about that dynamic duo? Well, and like if you want to count everything, just for the mayor, not for Haley. Yeah. The mayor already has over a million dollars yes. in three years. Huge. And you know that that includes fraternities and the American. And everything and that's just that's just mind-boggling and i the mayor's already gone down as one of the greatest girl horses absolutely and i feel she has so much more time to prove herself um she may be a two million dollar horse you know in careers yeah earnings and gonna be tough to beat her but like i said Brittany will challenge her and um, like I said on your comment the other day, I'm going with anything yellow. Yes, <laughs> I think there's five. I think there's five of them. So yeah, I have a good shot. it's a good. It's a good idea. <laughs> it is a very good. But Haley, you know, Haley proved last year that she has a good mental game mm-hmm. to go in there and run a 13-11 the third go round. And you know, a lot of people, you know, how Facebook is, they were like, "Oh, the clock messed up." That's oh wrong. God. I was, I, it was terrible. It was terrible. And um, I was really happy in the 10th round when she ran a 13-17 yes. to back it up. It's like, so <laughs> no matter what, she ran another one. So, yeah. And I mean, you know, she could be the 12, but I think her and Kylie will be the fastest of the week. Oh, that's, ah, I'm so excited to see some super fast as fuck. <laughs> I know. Just fast as fuck. <laughs> oh God. Okay. So um, there's six rookies and nine vets. Like, We've gone through and discussed everyone, and, like, they're there for a reason because they're all good. They're great. Oh, Do yeah. you think, everyone like, deserves to be there. Absolutely. Do you think that they'll, it'll be, like, come down to who's a rookie and who's a vet? Or do you think it's just, like, who's got the better mental game that night? Who's, you know, who's there to do it that day? I honestly, you know, it's barrel racing has evolved so much that, I don't really think it matters if you're a rookie or not. Yeah. Like, it kind of used to, I think. Yeah. But nowadays, there are so many rodeos, so many, like, books that you can read for mental game yeah. or videos or you, you can get a coach. Yeah. Um, I don't think that's as big of a thing. I think what it comes down to is whose horse is more sound by the end of the 10 yeah. days. Whose horse isn't sore. Who has a better backup horse, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, when your when your horse isn't feeling good, maybe then that cracks into your mental game. Uh-huh. Of, you know, did they take a weird step? Or so I think that plays. I think the horse is just all about who has the best horse. That's that's, that's my opinion. Is just who's going to have the horsepower after ten days because it's grueling and that ground out there is hard. Oh god! And yeah. the alley's hard when they run out. Mm-hmm. And I don't think people know how hard that ground is and how sore them horses can get. You know? Oh god! So, yeah. I, just horsepower by the by the tenth night, like whoever has the horsepower is yeah. who will win the world. 
Okay, who do you think is the dark horse in this race? Like, who, when I didn't pay attention to Amberly and Paige, like, who's the dark horse that no one's going to see coming? I think, like, for the, like, for the barrel racing community, like, I feel like everyone kind of knows most of the people. Like, I mean, I don't really know Jessica, well, both the Jessicas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, um, you know, I don't really know them very well. Yeah. So they might come in there and surprise me. I don't know. Okay. But the routine, routine won't surprise me if she does good, but I've never seen, I've never even seen a run of Jessica Telford. You know, they may do that. Yeah. But for, for people, for people who are like, oh, first timer, you know, what are they going to do? They're a rookie. I would say Kylie Weiss because okay. she, I think she said on Facebook one day, she said, I have breakfast with four, with three other NFR qualifiers. <laughs> You know, I can, I can ask, I can ask, you know, there's plenty of opinions around my breakfast table, you know, or what to do. And, and I know her mom hauled with her all year, helping her and stuff and helping her in her. Yeah. So I think Ky- Kylie's not really a rookie. Like no. she's won many maturities. Her sister's a world champion. Her mom's been there. Her grandma's been there. So cool. So I feel like she has an advantage of like just knowing what's going to happen and to be prepared and yeah. how to be prepared. Yeah. So I'd say her, also Tracy, because Tracy's been around the block. Yeah. And I think she might surprise some people. Because, I mean, she won Omaha, so the mayor does good yeah. in a smaller pen. But I would say Kylie Weiss for people that don't know her. Okay. I think she'll really shock them. Perfect. And, you know, just that horse, that horse has been phenomenal. So, yes. and she won, I think she, she went around in Denver, too, and Denver's a weird setup, and uh-huh. that's early in the year, and definitely Kylie. Okay, <laughs> she's your dark horse. Who's your number one pick, favorite team? I'm going to guess it's Brittany, but I could be wrong. I don't know. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I don't know. They're just all so good. I'm just, my whole thing, like, with Brittany, like, I, lo- I love all these. Like, I, I'm so glad all these girls have made it this year. They all deserve it. My whole thing with Brittany is Duke and being back. Like, that is just so phenomenal to me. And so I am just behind. Like, seriously, she wins the world on him. Oh, my God. It will literally be like, I'll cry. Well, everybody's going to be crying. (laughs) Jeez Louise. (laughs) You know, even if she gets off of him for two nights or whatever, it'll ultimately be him that will win the world title. Yes. So I would have to say this year, Brittany and Duke, it's just exciting to see them run. Absolutely. You know, so them. I mean, there are so many good teams, but I would have to say them this year. If you could pick one NFR horse that you could run – which one would you pick? And let's go with this year and one from, like, any year. Oh, man. Let's start with this year. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Well, I'll tell you <laughs> that, that so hard. I would want to run sister, like Haley's sister, even Nellie's sister. But I'd also want to run Duke from this year. Like, how could you not want to run that? Yeah. What What do you I pick? Don't know. I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't run him, though. I love him, but I wouldn't run him. Because Why? Because he's crazy ass. I know. That's fun. Oh, he's so easy. He's a parade horse coming in. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I would so run him. I'm just kidding. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of, like, my style because I like to ride. Like, uh-huh. ride. And I feel like I get too busy on him. Yeah. But oh, I don't know Okay, what about What about, like, years gone by? What horse? I'd want to run Martha. Yeah, you're braver than me. Oh, God, that horse is so cool. <laughs> I would be, I'd be left in the alleyway. But I would most definitely run round pen. Yeah. Cammy, the Z-Dash Oak. He was so phenomenal. The theory and record, no two. 
was a phenomenal security horse. I just love that horse because you like in one Calgary and literally like you face his ass to the arena, rolling over his hawk, went over and under and growling, and he would inhale the first barrel. And you know she did that. She growled and whipped to him going to the first barrel because when he was younger and she first started rodeoing. He would run to the like if there were shoots or stands on that spot, and he would like run off. Oh like my he God. wouldn't run up in the hole because yep. he was scared. Yeah. So she her her thought was, I'm gonna make him more scared of me. Yeah. And he's gonna <laughs> get up there. So, um, but that was a phenomenal horse that lasted a long time. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, she lost him this past year, mm-hmm. but he was so phenomenal. But this year, oh man, I don't know. Everyone wants to say Louie, but I, I probably fucked that you. up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I'd run Louie, because she says that you have to be kind of quiet. And I, yeah. would, uh, I, I would probably run Smash, oh, you yeah. know, because, like, you can kind of growl at him. I, like, I'd run Smash if okay. you have any of them. I'd run Smash, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're all cool horses. Who are we kidding? Can we just ride all of them? They are. I'm just trying to think of my style. Yeah. You know, and who I would do the most justice to, and it'd probably be him. Yeah. On yeah. Hell on the Red, I'd be like, whoa, whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> 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 okay, so, like, when I post on my Facebook that I was doing this interview, I asked people what they wanted to hear, and so I've asked most of those questions. The last one that I'm going to have is what does Blaine want to talk about? That's literally the, one of the questions. What does Blaine want to talk about? Oh, gosh. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> this is going to be a great barrel race. That's all I have to say. Hell yeah. It's going to be great. And whoever, whoever wins in places, definitely, they, they all, they deserve it. They all deserve it. It's, you know, people don't realize how hard, the people who truly get it, like, no. But the people, you know, I, my whole thing is just be respectful to them because mm-hmm. they spent so much time away from their family. Yes. Some people had to buy new horses on the road to even get here. Yeah. Um, and, you know, some people aren't there with their dancing partners this year. Mm-hmm. And so just try to be mine. You know, if you see someone struggling, maybe it's because they have a backup horse or yeah. whatever. And so just be mindful of them because they all deserve to be there because they won something out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Couch jockey a little less and just be appreciative that we get to watch such great talent. Because even, you know, and like this year, I think it's the most money it's ever taken to make the final. Like was, was the 87000 was last hole or eighty six? Uh, it was. For Carmen. Where is it here? Eighty six, nine forty seven. So damn mm-hmm. near eighty seven. Yeah, and that's just you know when you have the top seven over hundred thousand. Uh huh. You know that's phenomenal. You know that there's that much money out there to be won, but I mean, takes a lot of miles on the road. And oh, so miles and sponsors, and all, money, and it's crazy. They are all have worked their butts off to be there. Absolutely. So I wish them all luck. I hope they all win a check. That's yeah. my whole thing. I hate when someone doesn't win a check. I know. Then you feel so bad. Well, Blaine, where? So if people can't be your friend on Facebook, can they press a follow button on your Facebook? Yes, you can press a follow button. And I always I feel bad. I'm maxed out on friend requests, so you can send me a friend request. But I can't accept it. So, but if you click the follow button, you can follow me there, okay. or you can follow me on Instagram. It's Blaney B L A I N E Y Y nine three. Okay. You can follow me there in case I get blocked on Facebook for yeah. being too rowdy. Yeah, and if you don't and have Instagram, live. just go get an Instagram just for this. Yes, I'll go live. I'll go live on there in case Facebook blocks me off. I think they stalk my page. Oh my gosh! Um, oh and yeah. I also have Snapchat. <laughs> yeah. And it's the same as my Instagram account. So. Okay. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for doing this. I'm so excited. Are you ever going to come to Canada? Because like, there's hundreds of girls that would like give you a horse to ride or you know, place to stay. 
me. If you ever want to come, you just make a post and like you'll be taken care of. Maybe someday. So okay. it needs to be on my bucket list because I really want to go. I really want to watch Calgary Stampede one day. Yes. I would love to come and watch Calgary Absolutely. Stampede. Absolutely. Well, you just you just say when. We'll we'll come get you at the airport. Perfect. A huge thanks goes out to Blaine for providing us with his insight tonight on this year's Wrangler NFR. Don't forget to follow him on Facebook or Instagram. That concludes this episode of Lipstick and Cowboy Boots.